This is The LPV Show, a weekly discussion from the world of photography and photo books. Here is your host, Brian Formals. All right. It's Thursday, February 5th. And uh, this week on this episode of The LPV Show, we have Manj Sharma and Gabriella Herman. I never say Manj's name correctly, and I'm always really paranoid about it, but I think she'll, she'll, she'll end up correcting us. But we're excited to have them both on. They were each, I had them on individually last season, and I knew they, they're really good friends, so it was uh, perfect to have them on. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I mean, the, the conversation is just, as you'll hear in a little bit, is absolutely wonderful. And it was nice that she had us over her place, and we had a little pizza. Yeah, yeah, party. yeah. She has an amazing place in... Um, Fort Green. No, it's not Fort Green. It's no? Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy. Duh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she bought a building, and it's, it's kind of the dream. How do you know that? So how do you know that? Well, so Gab, basically through the internet, Gabriella Herman was one of the first people that kind of reached out to me once I started LPV. So I shared her work, and then when I moved to New York, I would see her at, she, she was, you know, she'd always show up at gallery openings. So I met her and kind of, you know, That's cool. met up with her a few times, had drinks, and, you, you know, see her around and then did the did, so she's one of those people that I kind of see sure. periodically here and then Monj I met through her and you know when you meet Monj you really kind of never forget her you know she's just very <laughs> dynamic personality and you know so I started following her and you know it's just kind of how New York works but they're you know they're really good friends from long long ago so that's why that's why I think you're going to enjoy this show enjoy their energy yeah. But so we're gonna we're we're gonna do something new, a little different here. We're gonna kind of a maybe chit chat just a little bit here about a couple of things that I've I posted on photographs on the brain, which if you don't know is is my main Tumblr where I kind of aggregate photos and quotes and all that stuff. It's been going seven years now. I got the I got the notification last week. Seven so, years. Tumblr sent you a birthday card. Yeah, yeah. Seven years of all that. I mean, you can no, you can go deep into those archives and you can get lost and. Forever. I don't know if anyone actually does that. Probably not. But. I looked through there. Yeah, I mean, I, it's some, uh, that's one thing I'm not ashamed of. I go back, it's like, oh, that's cool, man. You can dig up all these quotes. and But I just don't know what kind of long-term value. Was it always called Photographs? Because that was the Flickr group, right? At one point you had it? No, I started, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Flickr group was Photographs on the Brain. And then, well, I initially started the Tumblr just under my name. And I was just doing, sharing that stuff. But then I changed it. To put your your work under your name and yeah, so I've kind of messed around, but that was all very early. It's been pretty solidified as photographs on the brain for, and people say it's a blog, but I have never really been comfortable with that. To me, it's straight aggregation, which is a big part of the media hmm. media stream when stream these days. But I don't, you know, it's not. I'm not commenting on anything that I share. It's just kind of the juxtaposition of the images and the quotes and what's going on. But there's an interesting quote this week. Sean O'Hagan was interviewed in 1,000 Words magazines, which recently did a big uh, upgrade on their website. And they're one of the best online, online uh, photography magazines there is. But I like this quote from Sean O'Hagan. Theory can be a way of entering and decoding a work, but too often it seems to me like an end in itself. It's still valid to walk out into the world with a camera and simply take photographs, though there is, of course, nothing simple about doing that well. I often detect a kind of implicit disdain for that approach from curators and academics. Okay, obviously that kind of appeals to us street photographers, right? <laughs> or that work that way, even though I don't necessarily consider myself a street photographer anymore. But I just like that because in the, 
these days it is a lot of stuff is concept driven and it's kind of pre-planned out and in the United States or in the Western it doesn't seem like that kind of roaming wandering type of photography is as appreciated as it is you know, or was in the past and maybe that's valid yeah who knows? Maybe that's valid. Maybe we've just evolved beyond that. Photography is in a different place. But. I think there's just a lot more wanderers. Oh, these, you think there's a lot of people doing the same thing? Well, and it doesn't differentiate itself? Yeah, or even with your phone. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so then you kind of get into, yeah, I mean, then it's everyone's a photographer, so if you're going to differentiate yourself, you got to yeah. advance your ideas. And I, I'm not on, I'm, I'm on both. I appreciate both. You know, I think, you know, each of them are valid ways of working. You know, it's just I always, I, I think there's a lot to be said about not necessarily knowing what your project is, your book, and like kind of figuring it out as you go along, you know. So I yeah. like that quote. Another thing, another, something I think everyone should try to, to watch if they can, if it's still even online, is Adam Curtis' latest documentary called Bitter Lake. If you guys watching the Adam mm -hmm. Curtis documentaries, mm -hmm. come on, man. <laughs> you got to watch, oh, man. The Power of Nightmares, uh, Century of the Self. It's great Streaming stuff. on Netflix? You can get him on YouTube. So he's oh, BBC. Right. Okay. So okay. he's a BB works on BBC. So he has he has access to their entire archives. Hmm. So he he puts together these documentaries through the BBC archives. And it's just a mix of the footage and then his narration. And so Century of the Self was basically about the rise of public relations in the 50s and how these you know powerful corporations started to use it to shape like perception. Um, the Power of Nightmares was basically about uh, the war on terror, and so it's very, it's very political. And Bitter Lake basically traces Afghanistan, and I'll read like a little synopsis here. Adam Curtis' epic documentary Bitter Lake focuses its attention on, on Afghanistan as a case study for global politics over the last century. Wars, terrorism, economic collapse, recession, quantitative easing, the transfer of power from governments to banks, the USA's relationship with Russia, and power dynamics in the Middle East all form the fabric of a compelling narrative. The death of the Western world's ideology that good will win over evil. Not because evil will win, but because the oversimplification, good versus evil when describing global events, has become an untenable with modern media and communications. So whoever wrote that kind of misspelled I mean, missed out on some of the grammar, but whatever, I think you get the the general gist of it. Well, it's basically, that, you know, Reagan and Thatcher had this good, and even, you know, Bush then returned this good versus evil, and it, the reality was it was never, ever like that, especially in Afghanistan where you had these tribal conflicts that go back forever, and they tried to clarify it. And one of the cool things in this, in Bitter Lake, was it's like how Afghanistan became a mirror for, like, the Soviet Empire, where they looked into it and... They saw all this horrible stuff, but it was actually reflected back on them. They were realizing all the horrible stuff about, you oh, know, wow. their own. And that's kind of what happened to the United States. The same thing it acted as a mirror. But I mean, he that's amazing. I, I will totally watch. This. Yeah, he. But he, the way he weaves in footage is amazing. It, it, you can't really describe it because it's not all like narrated. You got to kind of watch it and see the that. edit. And yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. just imagine having access to like all that. All that type of uh, archival footage. I mean, it's a dream. That's cool. And it's, it's very on YouTube. You said. Yeah, and it really makes you look at kind of recent historic events very differently, and it's very it's unsettling, you know. So I, I mean, if you can get a hold of that, I recommend everyone check that out. So that's all we got. We're gonna we're gonna throw it over to our conversation with Gavin Monge, and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in. We're in Bed Stuy. Yes. 
Nice. First time I've been in bed Oh, really? Yes. Really? Welcome. Right now? Yeah, right now. I think. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> it's, it's, Probably. It's the, it's the neighborhood of real people. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the, the buildings there, I mean, the apartments are beautiful, man. Like, it's just like, yeah. I was like, how do you, uh, how do you own one of these, Monge? <laughs> You're so smart. You're so smart. I'm like, how oh, is she so? She's got it down, and you got, you've got tenants too, right? I do have tenants. That's a, like, I mean, tenants are a great thing, you know. They help you do what you want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's also like I have really good tenants. I mean, they're uh -huh. just like, so, you know, they're the kinds that I'd have over right now to have, share that glass of wine with us, you know. That's great. Like, how did you find them? So easy. I mean, it, it's like literally, I mean, I think you should buy a house that is a potentially rentable property after you're really good at human screening. <laughs> right. You, well, you know, Craigslist is a beautiful thing. And I re-rented my third floor just a few days ago. And it was like, I had the apartment on Craigslist, Craigslist for 24 hours. And the, we had like, we were signing all these three days later. Wow. wow. It was like, I saw seven people the following day and it was gone. You know, it was really quick. And I think I, I really do think like once you once you know your vibe, you kind of like attract the people. Yeah, yeah. Vibe, you know? so. Do you have to take like classes on being a landlord? Well, I mean, no, That's actually, no. You really shouldn't because all you need to remember is like you just need to. If you've never had to take a class on being a good uh -huh. human being, then you'll probably be right. a landlord. You know, but I mean, it. you have a lawyer who just draws all everything up for you, right? And like, yeah, of course, all of that. But you know, honestly, like when we moved here, new, like we, you know, our tenants above, like something was up, and this is a brand new, like renovated home with all new appliances. But in spite of that, like our, the installation of our high efficiency boiler was wrong, and our heater broke for a few days oh, wow. last winter, which was our first winter ever in this house. My floor was perfectly heated; the other wasn't. Oh no! So you know. What would you do, like, if you were a good human being? So I put my tenants up in a right. hotel. Oh, nice! Wow, wow. Oh that's amazing. Yeah. Tell me about that. Unless you're down with like freezing somebody, you know. So, so then, so they were, you know, they, they tolerated it for a few days, and then we were like, you know, okay, go into a hotel. We fixed it, and then they were back, and like, now what? Like, wow. we have the most amazing tenants. So what was that worth? You know, like, I mean, they were always amazing, but there's now there's this great loyalty between yeah. us. And I was just gonna say, respect and loyalty. Right. That's mm -hmm. what the LPD show. We're talking real estate now. <laughs> <laughs> forget, forget photo books. Yeah. Why are we talking photo books? Everybody, you gotta get your real estate where the real money Not is. New York yeah. topic. <laughs> but we also have Gabriella Herman. Hello. She was one. Of, you were one of the first guests. Mm -hmm. we, we just put the mic in between us. And... I know. This makes me feel bad. I did a whole photo project that I've been working on that no one's seen yet, but I've just been doing audio interviews with my iPhone. Oh, wow. Hoping they'll be able to use that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it's a top secret project? Oh, uh, wait a minute. Did you tell me like last year? Yeah, was, I, haven't, oh, okay. I haven't put the images okay. out there yet, but, I, but, but um, yeah, it's a portrait series of. Um, children who were raised by or had a parent come out, raised by a gay parent or had a parent come out. So the, the audio yeah. component is them like sharing their, um, their family stories. So what, how are you going to release that? Are you just going to put it on the web? I'm or waiting you for say... my now husband uh -huh. to build the website. Oh, <laughs> oh so it's, it's very complicated right, right, right. like the platforms yeah. to um, like, our, like website hosting, like there's, uh -huh. Like I use Verb and there's there's no way I all I want is like a simple audio clip under the photo right, and you yeah. can't do that and I don't know how to customize anything so yeah. like and so he's like I'm waiting for him. To, also, I need to get my act together on right. some of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like I want like the, the website to be 
very different than just my yeah. regular pages right. because of the audio component. So mm -hmm. is it going to be a standalone website or is it just a part, just a section of your web? Um, not sure yet. Because well, what's sure his yet. name? Um, Phil Toledo. Phil, Phil Toledo. Yeah, he's, he's like, like the master, master of the of... independent He's like new, new project, new website. New website. <laughs> I, he's smart, man. Like, yeah. I think that's cool. I mean, I, I tried it a couple times, but yeah, I just couldn't pull it off. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. I but then it's hard because like then you want like one master website still that has all of your stuff right. in one place. Right. Well, I mean, I think it can double up because I think, I mean, I definitely did got a, def a separate website for Darshan and it was like just projectdarshan.com. But now you put them back together. Well, they're, all, they're always going to be together, I feel, yeah. but like, right. I feel like there's always going to be Project Darshan if I wanted to do something just that's just Darshan related that's not really real, you know, that's not necessary for the website. So, and, you know, I also have like a little shopping cart on there. And so, you know, like... I, do a shopping cart on your site? On Project Darshan, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, I have like, I you know, that. I had like, I have only 30 prints from an edition of 250 left on the Project Darshan website. And they keep selling, actually. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So they're just like, they're just, they're eight by tens. But they're just an addition that I committed to for Kickstarter, so oh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna stay to that committing committed price for just like a few more left. But it's One done. Frame is, them a wall. Yeah, is the project <laughs> that's done done? Are you? I mean, I would say it's done done. I could dream about one more. I always tell people like there's this one image uh -huh. that like there's a, it's he's he's half lion and half human, uh -huh. and so his name is it's Narsimha, which is like half half human, half half uh -huh. beast, you know. And I, um, I, I keep thinking about, I like fantasize about doing that, but it was meant to be a project of nine. Right. And it was completed as nine. It was installed as nine in like a recent museum show. So right, like, right. How long did it take you to produce the whole? Um, it took me three. It took me three years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Didn't you do? Wasn't you had a little documentary on it too? Yeah. Well, I had this like. Was it for the scenes. Kickstarter? Yeah. Behind the, behind the scenes. scenes yeah. 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 Well, the Kickstarter behind the scenes was just photos, but mm -hmm. then I had these this Sicilian filmmaker who kind of came with me to the making of the last four, and then he created, I mean, actually, the first, after the first one, the next four were made into, like, little movies. Right, right. And, you know, that, that was, I think, like, really helpful to tell the story to people, because, you know, I feel like it's, in today's day and age, it's, like, so assumed that this could be a completely composite mm. image. So No, to show the right. scale of the production, it's, yeah. like, amazing to see. The right. Yeah. And you just have, so the Rodeo oh, Queens, yeah. right? Got my Rodeo Queens for you. Yeah, this is, uh, you saw, you sent me an email, but I, like, I saw it right away on Tumblr, where <laughs> you see everything. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I tend where to see show it on all sorts of mediums and yeah. platforms as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. But this, it feels like it's a, so you worked with a journalist, a writer, too. And it was originally commissioned for Cosmo. It's originally for Cosmo, Cosmo yeah, writer. but... Um, yeah, it's really interesting, sort of the Cosmo edit versus you know this, which I consider my edit. There's not, there's only one photo in that that they used in the in the magazine. The rest, you know, it was a totally different audience and right, different right. edit, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so working with the writer was amazing, and it was the first time I had worked so closely with a writer on a story, and like just realized how powerful that can be. Because I'm like not a writer. I suck right. at writing. I hate it. But like, <laughs> I wish I could because like even having like in that where just, there's just a couple quotes from the girls, like from her reporting and like, you right. know, a paragraph introducing the, um, it obviously takes it to a different, different, yeah. different level. Yeah, and, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it is, didn't Aperture, their whole latest issues of all writing or words and photographs. Yeah. And they work together. I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but like yeah. they dedicate a whole, I mean, it's, it's a big thing these days. Yeah. But yeah. I like that you put it on Medium too. Yeah. Well, that was like, yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that was like, I had never worked with Medium before. And um, it's definitely, I was looking at several platforms and 
Medium is the one that's mostly geared for text versus like the other ones, like right. something like Exposure or, you know, Tumblr, whatever, are right. image-based. But Medium is really, people go to read things. And yeah. like we had this 10,000 word article that the, the reporter Kelly had written yeah. that we wanted people to actually read it. And and um, it was the perfect platform. And it, able, I mean, it was able, obviously you can have photos on it too. Yeah. And um, it, there's only the very limited sort of like the layout and the sizing of the photos, but still, you know, it's enough to be able to like show a story. Yeah, totally. And, uh, I think it's really well designed and actually yeah. like, I think it does a great job respecting the photograph. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, the nice big photos. I yeah. mean, it's, uh, I've been trying to figure out what I want to do. Mm -hmm with it but I don't I don't know on medium yeah I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm working on I'm writing I'm writing about walking I'm writing a book about walking basically mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it's like a half like memoir from like LA and New York so it's just about like oh, these little anecdotes about walking basically yeah. that's mm. like a life philosophy mm. it feels so weird to say it but it's like yeah walking yeah we all do but yeah but like I have uh, Rebecca Solnit um, the, the the book I'm just reading right now. It's, mm -hmm. What's it called? Uh, the Walking Book. Look up uh, Rebecca Solnit walking. <laughs> Eddie Eddie is our man on the internet here. <laughs> yeah. What does the book of knowledge say? What does the book of knowledge say? Come on, you're yeah. under pressure, Eddie. <laughs> That's too much pressure. Rebecca, here we yeah. are. Man explain things to me. <laughs> oh yeah, but she yeah. So she's like the author of like where mansplaining came from. Oh. That was the whole thing where she was at. Haven't you heard that? Where she was okay. at a party and this guy was talking about this book and explaining wow. it to her and she was like, I, I wrote that book. And he yeah. kept like explaining it to her. Like he didn't even hear her say it, but she's like, No, I wrote it. Like, he did it. Are you talking about a field guide to getting lost? Uh, no, it's a different one. Oh. It's it's something I can't believe. Oh, I, she's a history of walking right? wanderlust. Wanderlust. Mm -hmm. My yeah. career author here, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, she's amazing. She's mm -hmm. like one of the few like journalists I have in my Facebook feed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's definitely like feminism and like social justice, all mm -hmm. that stuff. She's nice. like she's on, on top of it. But this book is like about walking, and it's like amazing. So she goes through the whole history of like how walking has been used for protests, for you know art and leisure and all these different things. Oh. So that kind of got my head thing. I was like, hmm, maybe I should steal that idea and apply it to photography. Did you do a project that was like walking from like, was it JFK? Yeah, to... so that's the, uh, yeah. That was walking, right? That was yeah. walking. So I walked from LaGuardia to yeah. JFK. Yeah. I'm just, I've been working on the book dummy for the last like six months. Oh, wow. So that was Yoshi and Tamara helping me edit it. And so he's in that blog. That's I'm gonna f show it there for the first time. Oh, cool! You definitely yeah. you're like you're um, like you're. It's been a while, but like you you you're hardwired to be a writer. Like you're you're going to be a writer. I mean, right. it's like so it's so evident. You know, it's like, I mean, our philosophy definitely, which is right. like seems mm -hmm. to be just you know, yeah, like it's, it's just, your thing. It's know? just like sitting down. I don't know. I I. I I take like the long term view. You know? Like, let me take like three or four years to do this. Like, what's the rush? Yeah. It's kind of like middle age creeps in on you. Like, eh, what, middle what? age. Yeah. Oh, come on. How old are I'm you? Thirty-eight. That's middle age. Was so was Rodeo Queens like? Was that pitched to you as a con like a concept before, or was that something you kind of worked on with the writer? Were you guys like? Finding the story. No, so this get... was like an assignment for a magazine, yeah. and they okay. sent us out. It was actually like three, like one week long trips um, out west. I was flying around like Miss Rodeo, Oregon. And then, um, you know, 
that we went and followed her for two trips and then the last trip we went to the actual competition in Vegas for like the Miss Rodeo America competition. Oh, that's awesome. Which happens yeah. during Rodeo Week in Vegas, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like there's cowboys yeah. everywhere you turn in Vegas. Uh, it's like the weirdest thing. Oh, man. And Vegas is weird already, but. Yeah. Um, but this, it feels like a little bit of a departure. This is like, it falls almost, I mean, it has the editorial vibe to it, but it, to me, like your edit and doing it falls almost more into purely documentary. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, I, mean? Like, I was shooting for the assignment, but I also knew that this was such a great yeah. material and access and having yeah. like, you know, to access all these girls that I was, I, I shot the shit out of every place I went and like <laughs> overshot it. You know, there's so many parts that aren't even in that. Like, you know, we went like shooting guns for an entire day with the girl's mm -hmm. dad and on boat rides down like this, you know, river in Oregon. So how did it feel to like go I mean, do you normally, you don't normally go that in depth on your stuff, yeah. you know? No, I hadn't, I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't done a, yeah, a project like that. But I mean, but that, usually everyone has always asked, like, what are my favorite kind of assignments? Uh -huh. I, I mostly am shooting, like, editorial magazine stuff these days. And I always say my favorite assignments are the ones where I actually get to spend time with a subject. Whether it's uh -huh. three weeks or even, like, I was just on a shoot last week. I got to spend two full days with like a subject and that in editorial is like very luxurious. Mm -hmm. Like two full days got to shoot right. the subject in his home, in his studio, out in the fields. Like and I love like I love those kind of stories. And also that allows to not have a specific sort of shot list of things you need to shoot, but more like you kind of shoot everything that you see in those in that time frame and like the good stuff will come out of that. Yeah, it's like, you, you know, you, you do make portraits, but you're also a snap shooter. You know what I mean? Like, you have the snapshot. I mean, that's not like people say a snapshot's derogatory or whatever, but it's not. It's like you have that, you know, people who just take pictures all the time. <laughs> and you're one of those, right? You know? Always taking pictures. Mine, mine, you're not. You're not always taking pictures. Yeah, I want to talk to you about this. Because yeah, yeah, you know, I don't think it's like that I'm always take, not always taking pictures, but I like putting distance between me and my, the pictures. Uh -huh. So it's like, you know, it's so funny, like, like a... a been shooting for the last three years but I'm like very slowly like editing the stuff that I shot like from a year ago oh, you know okay. and I don't I'm just not quick to like post it because I feel like I don't know something something about putting distance between me and the picture allows me to look see it differently and I, yeah. I enjoy oh, that you know and I feel like when I yeah yeah and I feel like when I see it immediately I'm like too caught up in other details like you know you know, like I remember so many things, like things I heard, things that, you know, and I feel like that clouds my ability oh, to see the picture. And I just feel like when I put this distance in between me, like now I'm looking at it from a perspective that's just like, I'm older. And, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, whether, that, whether that's three months or six months, but I have that distance between me and the picture so I can, you know, I actually, funnily enough, like speaking of immediately posting something, I was very inspired by like a recent trip I took to California and I'm, I had spent this entire day where I was mostly at Pfeiffer Beach, uh -huh. but then I went to other places before and after. And it's one of the few bodies of work that I would feel like I like edited and put up on my website right. within like Did you put it on three weeks. Site? It's on my website, oh, yeah. Right. And it's like, and it's just like, it's, it Whoa. was just, there were so many things about it that I just thought were like, um, I was in touch with it very immediately, right. you know, and, and that doesn't happen every day. You know, so I feel like, but when that happens, you know, I will put an iteration up like kind of quickly, but you know, it's not something that, you know, I'll always say I'm working on a bigger body of work, like chipping away on that and that's happening. You know, but this was one of the few things that I did put up rather quickly. Right. It's up on my website right yeah, now. I mean, you know. I'm glad it was. I yeah, yeah, check it out. This is right by Big Sur. This is right by Big Sur. And I mean, I would say yeah. like the, like those those places, like those the 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 Pacific Coast Highway, like to me is literally like the pride. I mean, there are a lot of parts of this country I haven't seen, but like that right there to me, I'm like, 
jaw-dropping beauty is like, exists in America. It was almost yeah. as if like, until I went there, I didn't understand the extremes of beauty yeah. this country It's held. California, baby. Oh I my mean, gosh. That's you get hypnotized. Oh, it is. That's it, what happens. You know what yeah. it is? It's like there's in New York, and I always tell this to people, and it's like there's a lot in New York, and it's it's the kind of thing that's happening right now. Like yeah. I'm looking into his eyes, I'm speaking to you, and the energy is between the people. Like right. we have a space that's kind of like concretely trapped and you know and it's like we don't really see the horizon really and it's right, like right. nothing outside is overwhelming enough right. that like this can be drowned right. but there this drowns <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's and gone it's yeah. and it's just yeah. like okay it's like it's me and the world I live in yeah, yeah. it's like like your planet you know yeah. it's like you feel like so inspired I mean I feel like I couldn't not the earth is saying hi to right. you. The earth is really saying hello to you. Yeah, yeah you gotta try but see but like I went back there when yeah. I went back there in 2000 the last year I did because yeah. I was in a show there and yeah. it was like eerie because yeah. I mean, you got there because I went going back to LA yeah. after being in New York yeah. it was like where are all the people yeah. Yeah. I, oh, <laughs> any city I go yeah, to after like, yeah. I'm yeah. like always where are they check this out I grew yeah. up in Bombay so I came right. here when I was like 21 22 like grew up with like sea of people came here to Ohio not so many people like moved to New York sea of people again I'm in my element like right. I, I'm happy with human beings if there's like three people who showed up right now and then ten after that I'd be like come on, come in. on in you yeah. know it wasn't it's not humans are not a problem for me right but like going to this place mm -hmm. i feel like it like trumps that like enigma of humanity right like, it just trumps it and like that's that to me is like yeah. really and i don't feel that like so many times where i'm like it's okay that i didn't see too many people all day long yeah, yeah. and i won't tomorrow because we're still going to be on the road and that's that's like that's yeah. that's a fresh yeah for me, it was you know? so weird last night i was just writing about that because i sold my car when i was in los angeles and the day before oh, yeah. i sold my car yeah. i drove up one pacific, last trip pacific coast highway up to malibu and is it was it, like this is what like, i do yeah can it ever like i feel like i've done it four times now yeah. same power it doesn't matter it's not like it's not like oh yeah i've seen these waves before like doesn't happen. Right. No, you <laughs> can yeah. feel it. You can feel the just energy like, pulsating. Yeah. As soon and you're, you're just like, outside. you know, if every single time I do it, I'm like, why do I live any place like this? <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, of course, on vacation, you're supposed to feel that yeah. for the three days that this is the place for me. This is it, you know? But it's been like so many turns now and it feels oh, man. the same way. Yeah, when I moved, when I first got to Santa Monica because I was subletting a place, Santa, like I cried. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> like it was like so oh, long man, and I could like know. walk out. I'm like right by the beach. And, and then like you realize this is really expensive here. <laughs> yeah. I wish it could be home, but yeah, I yeah, no. It's I have mixed crazy. feelings about LA, man. Like it's, it's too many years living there. Yeah, I've seen like the kind of uh, depressing aspect. The, the turn, it turns. Well, it's just a very like you talk about the people. It's a very isolating place too. And like in New York, I feel like native New Yorkers are just like whatever. Everyone's yeah. in LA. They're a little bit more guarded. Yeah, because. And in LA, you have people moving to LA and they hate the city. Yeah. Like they don't want to be there. They're there for their career. I feel yeah. like when people move to New York, it's like, I love New York. They're, you know, the food and like the energy about it. So like they actually care about the city. And you got like a lot of people in LA that just don't seem to care about the city, you know? And like that kind of energy, you know. That's different than San Fran, right? Well, I've only I've only visited San Francisco. Yeah, oh, I got to spend time there. I feel like I've had the best Uber cab conversations in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like so. Okay, let's go. Let's and, go. and everyone's like constantly like I don't know how many people like a, that like in New York who like you know uh, interact with tourists right. immediately start to convince a tourist you need to move to New York. In San Fran, every like Uber cab driver I talk to, they're like you know. 
yeah, it's the best. Yeah. So when are you moving? Like, you yeah, know, it's like <laughs> everyone I talked to, like, was like building the case for, and most, a lot of them were New York transplants, which right. didn't really help. I'm like, come on. Everyone has now. that conversation in San Francisco when I visited there. Yeah. I was like, the first time I was walking around, like, oh, Stan, this is just amazing. Yeah. I went into a bar and I was sitting there, like, how do I move here? And yeah. like, Everyone, the guy told me, it's like every single person who comes here, that's the first thing. Yeah. That night, they start talking about, like, how can I live in San Yeah, yeah, you know? right, right. We just met yeah. up there randomly. Yeah, yeah, randomly. Two weeks ago. Gabby and I obviously have, like, intertwined destinies. Somehow, like, you know, she's following me to the on the PCH. Like. <laughs> but I couldn't do San Francisco. I mean, the tech, the tech stuff is just, I don't know, man. The stuff that's going on there right now, it's depressing. I have a friend, she's uh, Jinju. Mm-hmm. Killer Yellow is the blog, but she's she's like getting into like full force like activism for housing like oh, I mean, co- like all that stuff there. and like it is yeah I mean there's like a seething kind of like anger yeah. underneath going on. Well, I, yeah. so I was just there last weekend. There's um at this Airbnb conference and uh, which was so interesting and fascinating and um, there was actually protesters like in front of the conference. Right. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe like I saw this like, gigantic bus and they were like, oh yeah, this is the bus that comes and collects all the people, oh, right. all the techers, you know, and I was like, wow, this is a real thing. Like, maybe it's bus. because they work on the internet. Yeah, I don't know, them. you know. Clearly not. Like, <laughs> I, only, I only interact with parts I care about. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think like, I don't know, maybe I spend too much time on the internet, but, oh, but you kind of get like... I was going to say, we, we, when we were in San Francisco, we did go see the Arnold Newman exhibit. Oh, it was yeah. like a oh, portrait was... retrospective at the, um, the, the Jewish Museum. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. We, I mean, we were with Manja's almost three-year-old, so it was like a brief visit yeah. <laughs> before we were like, oh, kicked out. But no, she was, it was amazing. The exhibit is amazing, and it just made me like be like, oh my God, why do not shoot a portrait like every day? Yeah. Like, oh, right. So right. In there, like, and then like suddenly I'm like looking at this picture, and this like person stands up to me, and he's like, it's stunning, isn't it? I was like, it's like so beautiful. And this guy's like, yeah. And like two minutes later, he's like rapping. He's like, to give, he's poetry. He's like flowing out of his mouth. And he's like, can I tell you something? I'm like, yeah. And then he just goes. He's like, he's a beatnik poet. And he's like been in San Francisco since the turn of the century. Like he's been here. And, and it was just like this three minute kindred convo. When I walked out, like this person just like poured art, old art sauce he? all was over he like me. Old, was he like an old dude? He's like an old, old dude. Yeah. Old dude. See, like, like that's the I'm the older I get, the more I'm like, I got. I should be. Should have paid more attention to old people. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and like, because when you're younger, you're just kind of like, oh. I love old people. But now it's like. I feel like that's the thing that about New York. I feel like you know, I'm like, st- I'm stuck hanging out with twenty somethings and twenty thirty thumbs somethings. That's right, like right. my world, you know. Right. And you know, now I have a kid, so I also see like kids and their parents. But it's like, you don't really have parties that go from three year olds to seventy five year olds. Right. And you, I feel like we're missing out. Like we're oh, missing yeah. out on that like random drop from this old guy and this like random poem from this like old woman and this like random yeah. piece of like complete like you know, piece of philosophy that a, a three-year-old can drop on you. And right, I feel like yeah. that's what New York is missing. That's why we're stuck. Yeah, yeah. Because we I don't mean, really... it, is, it is that whole, yeah, you don't, but like that's a root of everything. Like you start just, you start uh, ignoring one set of people and then who else are you ignoring? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, right. it's like ageism is a thing, you know? <laughs> it's like one of the things that we don't, you don't really talk about. I know. It's like why, We, you know? we age to discriminate in our apartment for we rent out to on airbnb and yeah. we, won't, we won't have old people stay with us because they, they expect like a hotel sort of they don't get it oh, yeah. and so 
the one we've been right. renting out for like two years. The, the one bad experience we had was like an older couple. Oh no! Ever since then, no. My friends do rules of no shoes and no cologne or perfume because they had an experience of guys that came in that just like hosed down the apartment with awful cologne oh, and they couldn't gosh. get rid of the smell for weeks. Yeah, I kind of need to get on the Airbnb thing. How are you guys? I don't know. It creeps me out a little. When man. I'm gone, what do you think? I love it. Yeah. I, I, mean, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't participated yet. No, but you like, you see cool, cool people just like hanging out in your apartment. I love it. Yeah. Because uh, A, it pays for like all yeah. the travel we do right, all the right, time. Right. And, it's awesome. And B, like why not? Like it's not, I mean, you know, I mean, no one's ever like stolen anything. And right. if they do, like Airbnb has like a insurance policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, we don't have like anything super valuable. We leave our like desktops out and you know, yeah. um, you know, our passports are maybe in a safe or something, but. Um, I'd always be like worried about like what somebody did on my couch. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. Her bed to me. I'm like, come on. Every time I open it, somebody's like, "Stay in my bed." I know I can wash my sheets, but you know, you were on my. It's bed. like that one. <laughs> it's like that one. There was that one story about like a porn shoot at an Airbnb. Oh, yeah, like, that was like that. A, no, that's that where like my like, head goes right away. Like, that was yeah. like, such an anomaly, but that was like a crazy bad PR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they have in like anyway, swingers. Slight digress here. <laughs> but that, yeah. I don't know. I, could, I couldn't rent out my room anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and I never go anywhere. I should do that though. I mean, that's, that is the no, thing I that have, allows you to travel, right? Whenever I Airbnb at other people's places, like remember when we did for Look 3? Yeah. When it was like selected for Look 3 mm. last year. Yeah, so I went out there and it was like totally, yeah, it was so, it's, it, it is really lovely though to be in someone's home that like this is their home. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, this is how somebody keeps their home and like, you know, barring the worry about the couch and the bed, like yeah. this is, you know, <laughs> this is their piece of art. They, they, maybe they're like, you know, their aunt made this. It's I like, like your place so much. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever, like totally. something. I want to Airbnb your place. Yeah. <laughs> but you live in New York. Yeah. You know what? I have yeah. never Airbnb yet, but yeah. I do like kind of you know, of course, with Gab's like financial success of it. Always like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. We know, just for, Christmas, for Christmas, we were homeless. We rented it out for like ten days or something. Yeah, actually, it was really funny. Like last year, like a, a oh, few months ago, Gab was like, "Yeah, you know." Accidentally, we like Airbnb like a day before, like we're oh. actually leaving. So I'm gonna you know, can we crash your night. Like, what's <laughs> yeah. That's almost yeah. exciting. It was That's amazing, exciting. actually. The gap came yeah. over and we had like it's a you know pajama party, and it was like someone else. That's like an <laughs> exciting ticking clock, though, to sort of put that on yourself to Airbnb your place well, and be like, like, we, like where are we going? We have we like have to go somewhere for New Year's, and we don't have a place until this January second, and so right. we're. Turns out we're end up just going to Hong Kong and Myanmar <laughs> for other reasons. But. <laughs> well, I mean, the good thing is that you also build in that, like, someone else, you know, you build in the cleaning of your apartment and that cost. So, you know, every time your place is Airbnb, you get have, like, a fully, like, you know, professionally cleaned right. apartment. Well, the best is, is coming home after a weekend of having guests and you come back and your apartment is, like, exactly so like that. Oh, really? <laughs> no, so you're going nice. to Hong Kong? Or you went to Hong Kong? No, I'm going. We just, what's because we, um, so so Tyson has he got like invited to like kind of consult um, in Myanmar um, and they, so we said like we could do it the first two weeks right. in January and then he said that I was like a photographer and you know would happy to like you know lead workshops or whatever and and so the, this foundation like are like super psyched for us to come out there mm-hmm. they're paying for everything and. Um, yeah, we did. We booked tickets last I'm night. I'm so yeah. jealous. I'm going to Hong Kong. I know. Envy. I'm getting so much envy from you guys. <laughs> yeah. like, it's all over. 
Brian still hasn't been to Jersey yet. I've been to Jersey, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, Brian doesn't leave New York, really. <laughs> Brian also just got a 4x5 portrait yeah. taken up every yeah. five minutes ago. But it was yeah. like an exhibit in Philly. I'm like blanking on what it is at the Philly Art. It's like a, some huge photographer retrospective that I was like, oh, that'd be a good like day trip. Do you, do you, Where's do you our internet going? Yeah. Philly. Do you know what I'm talking about? What? Like I want to go to Philly too. I need to go to Boston. I need to go everywhere you in the northeast. Philly? I haven't been Wait, upstate look at the Philadelphia Art Museum. There's like a yeah, there's a photographer retrospective. Big, big area like that. Is a lot oh, to explore there. Yeah, but know. the whole east, eastern seaboard, man. Loading. Yeah. It's like Brian, what are you doing with your life? You know, I mean, like <laughs> you know, like New Hampshire, like man, those Vermont, man. Vermont, Vermont. That's it. That's where, like, if I go, like, live off the grid, that's where I would go. I feel like it just gives so much more meaning now to your going back and forth between the airports. Like, you're, like, living <laughs> out this fantasy in between the airports of where am I going to go next? Oh, right. no, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, like, the, yeah. Mis the missing component is, like, actually, my dream would be able to just walk in the airport and, like, buy a ticket anywhere and go somewhere. Like, that would be my ultimate kind of project where I could just completely do something random. That's a very attainable yeah. dream you have. I, yeah. I actually, so I worked on uh, last summer, Heineken, <laughs> I worked on this Heineken commercial that we shot in JFK where they were going up to strangers and being like, if you would drop everything and get onto a plane right now, would you do it? And people were like, yeah, sort of maybe. And they had this big marquee with this big red button on it and you'd push it. And if you did it, and it landed on a place you had to go and they got people to literally just go anywhere. Ah. Immediately, awesome. yeah, it was kind of crazy. I'm yeah. kind of a bad traveler, though. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I uh, get in, in planes, and yeah. We haven't done it that much, but once yeah. you start doing it, you'll like the hundred dollar bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need to get, in, I need to get invited. I got, I'm gonna try to con people to invite me to photo festivals. Yeah. I have to say, I'm like, I want to figure out how to get on the photo conference thing oh. because, so Tyson, my husband, he gets invited to speak at conferences like all over the world all the time. And it's like amazing to that, go to a conference and be a speaker. Yeah. Like, you just got it's such a better way to yeah. attend a conference. I'm like, that was the majority of my year. Yeah, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> that is what I loved about this year. Yeah. Honestly, like this was, this was the year of like, like going to a lot of these places and like, just like not really having a plan, but like really loving it. And I just actually got an email this morning to be a part of international this Goa fest a festival in Goa oh, awesome. in February, which I'm really you gonna go? I'm thinking about it. I mean, it's like my homeland. Like I better go. Like India, Goa. That's awesome. Have you heard of Goa? No, but we're gonna look it up. <laughs> oh my God, Goa! It's like that's where you want to yeah. have like a shack on the beach and like retire. It's the visa of India. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's really beautiful. We should we should all go. Yeah. We should all go. We should all go. Yes. Should we all go? We let's all ride go. to the let, let's ride to the international Goa International Festival and say we're yeah. all doing we're a all workshop. Right. Yes, we'll be a and workshop. And then you can fly all of us out. Yes, I'm all for it. Okay. So we're gonna take a break, and then <laughs> we're gonna get on a plane to find out where we're going. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna come back and uh, talk about all these books that are just like overflowing on the table, or maybe one or two of them. And like 
I'll always hear gallerists, and like my little lifetime, I've always heard gallerists be like, you know what? Let's chill out. This is not really about like life and death. Right, right, it's about right, art. right, right. And whenever like that is ever said to me, I always think about Tim Hetherington. Yeah, man. I it's mean, crazy because I'm like, that was actually about life and death. Yeah, I, I just I can't like once you start talking that, then you start why you know what's going on? Why you know I, I don't know. Like, yeah. but I just got the book I just got, and I, I should have brought this. So we're yeah. back, and we're gonna talk about some books here. Um, Peter Van Ackmel's book, Disco. Yeah. Oh my! It is that is, is it Disco Disco Night Nine Eleven. Mm. It is a masterpiece because it's oh, yeah. him coming of age. Like he was in college during Nine Eleven, and that that kind of like ignited him where he wanted to be a war oh, photographer. Oh, so it's oh, so it's Peter kind Ross. of like half memoir, half like documentary about like the war and coming back home. But he weaves his own personal like oh, coming great. of age into the whole thing of like that's great. He just that and he's just an amazing writer, an amazing photographer. He's just a genius. That guy. Well, I mean, I'm gonna say like that is the kind of book to me that like really becomes something where it's like personal story but national importance right it's like right. personal story right. national importance like there's those two things it's like it's like it's not just yeah. about what you love because you could love the sunlight yeah. filtering through someone's hair right. but like how and, and that matters yeah, yeah, it matters yeah. it matters in the creative dialogue it matters in like the in the belief of hope you know uh -huh. but like the, di the the places that i think the books that i think surpass is like when it becomes something that like really like affects everybody yeah yeah oh that's something i mean i struggle with that all the time it's like yeah. what's what the hell i'm taking all these photos what's the point you know yeah. it gets yeah. so depressing because like, yeah. i'll be walking i'll literally be walking i'll take a picture i'm like this is an utterly meaningless photo other than like me making but yeah. i want to make the picture because yeah. it makes me happy right, or whatever, right. no you know, i know like, i know and, and i actually and that like brings me back to like one of the things you said earlier it's like that's what makes me put distance between me and the photos is because i feel like it something that has meaning to me this minute right. will it have meaning a year later yeah and what mm. meaning will it have in the scheme of the bigger thing oh absolutely i mean yeah. in like photos they live with you all the time i mean yeah. the way every photo i have do you have like i have like in my head i know my photo you know what i mean yeah. you know yeah, you yeah. like i just know like they live with you you can go back and like when i see them i know it and like they yeah. keep growing with right. you so it's like it's same thing with memories and like those photos change with you Right. I, I can't That's explain. Why, I can't explain. Like, this yeah. every time for me is like, yeah. like I look at this Sally and I think Man. about. Yeah. yeah, sorry. This is Sally Man at Twelve Book, which I wrote. But it's like, this brings me back to when I was like learning black and white darkroom, like That's in ninth grade, book. and right. I poured over these images, and I was like, you know, a little, like, year or two older than the girls in these books, but uh -huh. like you know, related to like each page. And yeah. It's, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why photo books, man. I mean, I didn't get it for so long, yeah. but like once you start oh, getting the books too. and then you start getting the books and you start, they start piling up and you live with them and you yeah. go back to it and you're like, now I get it. Like that's yeah, like do, photography, you do know? You, do I don't you know, know Diane to sing? You know, Diane yeah. Oh, sing. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I like really love, I feel like I'm really uh, fascinated by people who know from the get-go or even like Shane Lovelet uh -huh, and like uh -huh. people who just know they want to make books. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I feel like I'm just entering that arena uh -huh. right now where I'm like, every everything I want to plan, I think of it as a volume, you know? Right. I'm just entering that. I'm right. entering it, you know? Right. Like, I'm so, like, very, like, fresh about it, but I'm, like, starting to understand, like, the brilliance and the design right. of, like, you know, and also, like, you know, there was, like, a thing, actually, like, I recently posted, it was, like, Steidl, you know, uh, he, he, he was mentioning about how, like, the brilliance about 
the sound of the page falling upon right. another page. And the smell of the book. And the smell, smell of the, the book. book, yeah. And it's like, it's, it's a real yeah. thing, you know? It is. And it's like, I, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, what, weirdly, what really kind of like changed, and this is going to sound pathetic, but like getting Lightroom. Like, seriously, like, it helped me organize my brain. And, like, the book, the book module in Lightroom is amazing because you can, because then you start to think in terms of the book and the way the photos, like, play against each other and the way it all, you start to get new ideas. So yeah. it's, like, another way of editing your work. And editing is, it is work and it is a creative thing that you're doing. Right. And, like, when you're doing that, like, new ideas ignite in your head. So, I'm like, I'm all for, like, people I think should be, like, messing around with like, but you don't need to like, it doesn't need to be something you have to bring to market. Like I have a bunch of book dummies yeah. and I'm like, I like these, but like I'm gonna sit on them yeah. for years and be like, does this hold up? Yeah. Like in five years, and if it doesn't, then I just then I just have a blurb book that people look at, you know, if they come over, you know. That's it, I mean, and, and, I mean, and, and, and the real truth is like, good art really does stand the test of life. I mean, Gab was 12, yeah. you know? So it's Sorry, like, man. it's like you, you open this book still and it's like there's still images that take your breath away and it's like you know when something is gonna really stick around, yeah. you know? It's a good record, it's like it a is. good album. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, like a good album, that's totally what it is. Yeah, oh, the music, music metaphor is great, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely perfect. Like, it's like it's been um, 25 years for Portishead for, oh, really? is anyone into Portishead? Oh, yeah. I know, I know Portishead. Portishead. Yeah, I Portishead. yeah, I mean, it's like, the. Uh, the yeah. dummy, the album dummy, it's like, yeah. it's like, and they've, they've that's released, 25 years old. It's been 25 years, no, and they've really. released it on vinyl. Oh, After God. all of the sounds that they digitally created of feeling like you're listening to a piece of vinyl, uh, it's finally on a record. And I feel like that just like you know just like takes yeah, it I back, that, you know. I, yeah. yeah. So. so we're so we've started our discussion, but mm -hmm. there's main book, and this is one I'm I'm kind of excited about. I've liked liked her work for a long time, but I can't pronounce your name, so I'm going to make Gab do it. Uh, so this book is uh, Alessandra Sanguinetti's book called um, The Adventures of, actually, I don't know, Gil, Gil yeah. and Belinda, and it, and it had meaning of their dreams. Yeah. And She's a member of Magnum. She's in Magnum. Yeah. So she comes from that the school. Of, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. And it's both me and Manja's one of our favorite books. Yeah, yeah well, as far as like, it's with, it's with Nazareli Press. And That's they, right. Yeah, they're great. They make yeah. beautiful, beautiful books. books yeah. um, and, uh, you know, I remember, like, I remember, actually, we were actually at a, weren't we at a Scope or, like, you know, I remember, Gab and I were at an art fair, and I couldn't, I, I was just, like, going on and on and on about, like, a page after page after page of this book. This was three days before my <laughs> birthday, so Gab bought it for my birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just went on and on and on. <laughs> And I mean, I just think that this book is like, this is like different piles of books sitting here. And I, all of the ones that I've pulled out here are like books that have taken me to think about photography at like a different level. Right. And I feel like this book is like the synergy of all of this. <laughs> right, yeah. This is why I like, I, I pick it as like my favorite book because I feel like it really is like environment, person, narrative, right. story, like all come together. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, I know. I mean, in a way, your um, Anastasia yeah. series is a little bit sort of along the same lines yeah. of this. Oh, well, following I mean, a person through, like, the stories. I haven't drawn that comparison, but I, I, I do think that, like, there's, like, you feel like you're growing with these girls, you know, in mm -hmm. every in every page. I feel like, oh, you're, like, now they're, now they're pretending, now they're laughing, now they're crying, yeah. like, now they're adults, like, now one is pregnant, like, now one is Yeah, sad. she doesn't, what I like, I yeah. mean, she does, because I, I go back to, like, that kind of documentary approach. You can yeah. tell she's very honest about right. it. Like, there's nothing, you know, sometimes 
this type of portraiture can feel a little stuffy and put on. Yeah. But she, she, you know, it's not there. This stuff feels like very natural. Yeah. Even though you like, you wonder about some of the pictures, like how staged is it? But it doesn't but feel it doesn't that feel way. Staged. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel that way. You know, it feels like, like she's you, caught them playing around. She's caught them, even if it whatever it was. I don't, and I don't know how some photographer, how, what the mechanics are in the photo that yeah. makes her look that's fake, and well, I don't like it, or this is like kind of fake, but I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Well, I saw her speak yeah. one time at David Allen Harvey's loft. Like, you know, uh -huh. like she was, he, she, he had invited a bunch of people. He, you know, David, David is known for his like epic parties. Right, right. And he, he just had like, a, you know, he, I think he had just finished a workshop and he had like a get together and a bunch of people were over and suddenly Alexandra Sanguinetti was speaking. Wow. This was before I owned the book and I had wow. already seen the pictures online, but like after seeing the book, I was like, there's every picture, every picture I feel, tells me something else about these girls and it's never it's a page turner you know yeah i don't want to stop turning because what am i what else am i going to learn about these girls you know and so, so there's obviously fantastic portraiture and there's like brilliant light and so many sets i feel like i can just study uh -huh. the set of like, it's like storytelling like each individual image yeah. is its own like you know complex story yeah but right. i also like i see i see anna gaskell like i see like you know i i see like uh you know, a p two girls pretending to be somebody like right. like a picture of Crutzen, and I see like I see the like the mishmash. It's like a mash of so many different things. I love. Right, but what I like too is it. It still feels very like lo local specific, but like local. You're still yeah. in that a place. You, you know are. what I mean? Like yeah. you could. So to me, like that works good against like the fantasy element too. Yeah. So it, it ha they have to conjure up these things because they're stuck in this you know, one place, you know, yeah. so what else do you have other than your imagination? Oh, yeah, that's right. And it's like also like makes you really, I don't know, like to me, like I feel at a very micro level, I feel like, aren't we all doing this? Like, we're yeah. all doing oh, yeah. this. Like, we're all like pretending to have different roles. And we're all like, yeah. you know, it's just such as like study of life. And like, you know, one of them is playing to one is the man, one is the woman, and then they switch. And then one is the old person. And one is yeah. the, like all the roles that we play for each other in our lives and all the all the people we become for each other. It really encourages your imagination. It almost Well, no, I mean, it's like culture is just written all over. It's like mm -hmm. them understand, like understanding and learning yeah. culture and mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like exactly. we're not like that's literally what makes us human, you know? I yeah, mean, yeah. And I mean, of course, like she's a fantastic photographer because I feel like every composition is complete. Right. And I feel right. like that's the thing is like, you know, you could read like all the texts you want to, and the texts could be beautiful. Like you know, yeah. you're almost at the end of the. Yeah, end. that's like, like a, that's, that's like, like a how easy. Page. I have, yeah. that, I have yeah. a picture of me and pal, you know, from my pal series. <laughs> yeah. that this looks so much like that one oh, yeah. on the chair, like lying. Yeah, I just, I just never thought of that. I mean, it's like so. It's like, and then it's like, it's like very. Um, I don't know, like each of the pieces, they they have like this immediate draw, and then this right. long meditation. Like, yeah, you know. I mean, this this like encourages your imagination to. Yeah. It almost feels like a story you would almost even like tell your kid. Like. Yeah, it, it has it this. Breaks, it like breaks the idea of like you know what we think of about about body types and friendships between oh, totally. people oh, and like it totally. breaks so many barriers and you know and but then also young girls have to deal with that much earlier right. right i mean like that's like right away it's like you have to understand right you know your body isn't you know as a young woman i'm speaking out of my ass here but like <laughs> that it's like you learn right away you know what i mean no from what i said it's, it's not you know that, no. that's actually also very much what happens in this book right yeah. it's like the changing body and 
But a, a dude, a dude, a man couldn't make, I couldn't do that. Like, I don't think he could see that. Right. You know, right. He, he, I think he, you would lose their identity, their individuality. Well, of, of the, the, a man helps. would just see the body. You know? And therefore, it helps all the men in the world to... <laughs> Maybe, right. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like it, it dissolves away because yeah. like the, the emotion between these two characters is so strong. Right. And they play, I mean, obviously she's captured them playing it so sincerely. Like, I can, I'll always remember the, the pretend, you know, and of course, like, so here's the thing, I was trying to tell you this. And that like, at, on, at David's place, uh-huh. She showed a video of that photograph of the nun crying. Oh, really? But you know where she's pretending to be the nun, so that she's one of them is pretending to be the dead body, and the other one is pretending to be the nun crying over like their de- dead husband, and they keep laughing in between. And like that one, oh, go yeah, back to yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah, hilarious because yeah. like, <laughs> she's crying, and they both stop, and they both laugh, then they both cry, then they both laugh. Wow! And the video is like it, it have it had everyone in splits. Like it was, you know. So there's this really great Indian actor and director called Raj Kapoor, uh-huh. and he has his logo is the crying face and the happy face. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, and it's like the yin and the yang, you know? Right, right, to right. me, I feel like when I looked at that, I was like, look at this, look at this. Like, if you like, if the, if you took the element of time away, like this is who we are, like we're laughing and we're crying. Yeah, we're exactly. And then we're crying, you know? Well, let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, she has a nice introduction here. So I'm gonna read, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. read a couple oh, paragraphs. Yeah. Yes. So pardon, I'm probably gonna screw up some words like I do every single time, but I'll go ahead, okay. I spent my childhood summers at my father's farm outside Buenos Aires. After the long highway drive and dusty dirt road, as soon as we arrived, I would run to the front of the car and begin the delicate process of unsticking the crushed butterflies from the still hot radiator. Most of them would be terminal, but one or two would cling to my fingers, slowly regain center, revive, and eventually fly away, always leaving behind some dust from their wings. I have two older sisters, but when I was nine, they were teenagers, existing in another dimension. So I would wander pretty much alone around the corrals, the sheds, and the fields, talking to the horses and the cows, feeling sad for the perpetually frightened sheep, following my father as he made his rounds, chatting with the foreman's wife, Isabel, looking for snakeskins on tree branches, turning beetles right side up, and flying kites made from newspapers. In the evenings, I cut up old New Yorker magazines my mother brought back from her trips to the U.S., and with those pictures, I illustrated my own journal, The Bumblebee which I would sell to my parents for one peso. <laughs> She's awesome. <laughs> and and at, night, at night, we would set up chairs outside, waiting patiently for UFOs to appear and count falling stars. The only trips we could take were uh, to Donna Blanca's place, where my father would bring tires to be fixed and buy eggs, cheese, and homemade jam. She had packs of dogs and puppies that would greet us jumping and clawing. Sheep, goats, rabbits, ponies roamed loose, and heaps of animal bones, scrap metal, and old furniture were all in chaotic display. In the country, most places go from a dull quietness to an eruption of movement and noise when visitors arrive. So I assumed back then that at Don Blanca, something out of the ordinary was always about to happen. She's an amazing writer. I know. Like, that is, like, so good. I mean, like... I mean, I've always read this paragraph to myself, but now I'll hear it with Brian's voice. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. No, I mean, no, she's so yeah. I mean, yeah. I love that type of writing with photography. Right. It's like, it, like deeply, it for, the yeah, so yeah. much. But it's, like, it's just like deep. She's not explaining like she any of the photos. No, she took us there. She took us there. She took us. She and yeah. it came. It's yeah. almost, They always say it's like, what is the source? Where did you want to go out and make those? That's what I want to know about. Right. What is that thing that burned inside you that said? I got to go out and make the photos. Right. Not explaining right. what the photos are, where that comes from, you know. Yeah, and for that matter, like going back to the fact that they're all like technically immaculate and brilliant compositions. If they weren't and this writing was there, I don't know if I'd open the book. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. It's, oh, exactly. like, it's like the craft and the story. They're not. Neither of them are dispensable. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. you have to yeah. have that image that draws you in. But then, when you read it, when you read it, and then like it's just like it's just like it's but like here's the rainbow. Right, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. There was no like garbage. Like, like, now you have the rainbow. But she wasn't. There's no commentary about photography <laughs> right. or like any no. of these like no. concept. She's a storyteller. You know, yeah. like that. You know, I have a book here of a friend and a photographer who I deeply respect, and it's Erica Larson. Oh yeah. And it's like this. It's the Sami people, and she had, um, you know, and I truly believe in this. I really, really do. And this is why, like, I just like lurk and lurk and lurk when I make my work too. But like Eric and I had like a lot of con great conversations at this like festival um, in Florida. And one of the things that she had mentioned was that, because of course, I mean, I don't know if you know the work or if you don't know the work, it's like it's it's just brilliant and beautiful. But one of the things that she said was that. You know, it's almost as if the camera is along for the ride. Right, right. And it's like that to me, it's like if you would be in this place without your camera, without anything, without your cell phone, just yourself, then this is where your camera would be should be. Right. And you know, and, and actually I was talking about the photographer's playbook earlier and mm -hmm. I just like opened it, you know, you know how you they always give you previews of the book. Right. And like in there I click I clicked on a page yesterday and it was a, a just a one line quote from Roger Ballin. And he said, like, turn your eyes, you know, turn your eyes towards the inside of your body and take the picture you see. Right, right, right. No, it was like, it was like, so, it was yeah. so, it was 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 so, like, was so, it was so, it was so, it was so, it was so, I'm like, Brian, would you, I, I say, like, would you be out here if you weren't taking pictures? Right. And like, at first when I was getting into photography, I was like, I don't know, am I just doing this to go out and make pictures? But yeah. as I like started to understand better what I was doing, I was like, yes, yeah. absolutely. I would be out here walking, yeah. without yeah. a camera yeah. or not, yeah. like no, no matter what, this is where it. I would be. Like, that's, that's it, yeah. it's like self-assigned. Like I, I'm just gonna yeah. do this because this is what I want to yeah. do. It's like, yeah, you take my cameras, I'm still gonna go out a long walk, I'm gonna go these places because that's just, it's, in, so, in what you have to do, you know. You know, and of course, when I was like going through the books this morning, I was like very torn because it was very I, close. I was so, like, picking, over, but it was too heavy. To I was like so close, like picking that up. So I love this book, and of course, I love him as like a, a speaker uh -huh. and like a brilliant writer and beautiful work. But I just want to like share the story because I finally got to meet him after all of you know. I finally got to hear him speak and then go up to him and meet him and take his take his book so he could <laughs> sign it. Yeah. And so I told him my name, and he completely screwed up my spelling. <laughs> and I love it because I was, he was like, oh, oh, like, because he put a Y at the end. Ah. And he was like, what do I do? And like, we looked at each other, and I was like, I was like, 
Put a line through. Put a line. 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 This book would, would be nobody's but mine. Right. Like my, yeah. line, my name written twice. Like <laughs> in American and in Indian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's, yeah, he's. Yeah, and so of course I love this book. And of course, I mean, would you, would you read a paragraph from it? Oh, mm-hmm. Doug, which yeah. one? I don't know. Yeah. What yeah. Are, because what's like, just the first, even just the first opening paragraph. It was like, Oh, that, that's okay. Wait. All right, all right. So introduction, but this is by Donald. No, no, Adrian. in the back. No, in his, in the back, oh, he back. wrote in the he back. He wrote in the back. Uh, I, I was looking, flipping through this before coming over because I was thinking of bringing it. And just flipping through it, it's like so okay, here's the powerful that. Yeah. Oh. All right. So the, okay, his afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Wait. So I'll just read the introduction here. Yeah. My father and I share certain wrinkles. Genetics govern their imprint, but their presence delineates our age and experience. 25 years ago, on a trip long since forgotten, my father and I shared a hotel room. In the morning, I photographed him packing his suits. Looking at the print now, I recognize three familiar creases that line his neck and realize I am fast approaching his age at the time of the photograph. The details of his flesh meant nothing to me then. I was interested in the play of morning sunlight against the bed and the wall. The correspondence between the the three dots of reflected light, and if you look closely, the three water spots on my father's shirt sleeve is one of those lucky accidents of photography that reveal themselves only later, like a clue embedded in a novel, or in this particular instance, an ellipsis marking time between that morning and now, his body and mine. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. I feel so pretentious when I read that. But <laughs> you know. yeah. Yeah. It is. It is weird hearing stuff like spoken. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, there's no way that you would. I mean, what I'm saying is like, I don't know. I I would love to know the time difference between when Sanguinetti wrote her wrote right. yeah, yeah, and yeah, made yeah, the yeah. picture, or him like noticing these three dots. Oh you man, I like, think it has to be it way has, at the end. Yeah, it has, you it have to like. Be, you go back and yeah. you just. You You've got to believe that there's like a greater design. But that's the thing. Like I've been away from LA for five years. Like now I can like I can barely I don't off the top of my head I can't necessarily remember everything. But I look at the pictures and I start thinking about certain things and it's like it all comes back. But it's only with that like five years of reflection that you can actually kind of get it. You know. Right. I mean that's that's sort of like the bitch of art though. It's like yeah. it takes time, right. you know? Right. Like, and, and that's it. And it is, it's, you know? it's, it's almost as if it's like, it's like, what do I need to do to survive so that I can like survive the distance? Right. Like survive the distance because that distance is so worth it. Yeah. But it's like if you can keep your eyes on the prize and you can keep that distance going, then it's kind of Yeah, I mean, but it end. is a living, that your art is a living, it's a living thing. It has yeah. to be. It's always changing and mutating and, like that's, I think when, I, when you're younger, you want it to be like this this thing, you make that and it goes out into the world and maybe has an impact. But like that doesn't, you know, you make a lot of bad stuff or like it doesn't work. And like, that's not the end of you because yeah. you keep doing it, you know? Right, right. So like your art is more than what you're actually producing, you know? And I think there's... I mean, so, so almost as if like, it's almost as if like ons and offs and like wax ons and wax offs. <laughs> yeah. And, like almost as if yeah. like ones and zeros and it's like, you can't make the bad stuff without the good stuff. Right, without exactly. Of course, stuff. yeah. It's like, it's like so exactly. if, you, if you kept making good stuff, like, who would you be? Like, yeah. who, who, who does that? Dude? Nobody like, in the history of the world. Any of these people. Like, yeah. none of them all just made good stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, they may have had a few good runs, you know. Right, but it's right. like they had to... You know, they yeah. had to pay off the, the bad officer for it. You know? <laughs> I feel like we're finding out that the theme is all about the archive. Just like the whole archive of all of your work 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a thing. I'm, I'm Going back and watching it as a movie, there's really good moments. There's bad ones that you could fast forward through. And it's then, odd. like, but then the good ones are really good because right. then you're like, you're. Yeah, you stuck it out. Yeah. And then it's almost as if, like, if they're all bad, it's a gift. Run. Run right now. You would get, I would get so hung up on something and I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I did, then you start piling up these different projects or things going, it's like, I, you've, I've got other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you can always go make other stuff or you can remix what you have. I mean, it's not set in stone. Do you think that there's some photographers that have kind of like one hit wonder, like the, like, you know, they had a one book super successful and everything else after is like shit. Like Oh that. yeah, hundred percent. I mean I'm yeah. not gonna name names, but like, <laughs> we don't do that on the I mean show, I feel like those are the people who well, they, you, they, but... they're still successful, right? Yeah. Definitely. No, but I mean what is it that that's for that it's like how do you define success? Right. You know? Right. I mean it's also as if like you know, a lot of people also get trapped making like prototypes of their own, you know. Right. And right. it's like because they're they're told like, oh, you know, like, okay, this worked. Now you just gotta keep doing the same right. thing. You know, yeah. it's like, and then they're doing it, but after some point, they don't wanna do it, but they're doing it because they think they need to. And then. Yeah, I mean, that feels like, like the pressure die. of the man. That's, yeah, I mean, that's, like, honestly, like, I don't know how editorial, I mean, like, I, some of the most, like, I've talked to, like, editorial dudes who are, like, in their 40s, and it's just, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Like, you can just, when you talk to them, and it's like, it's not there. Yeah. Like, they're working a job, and they might enjoy it, and they're good at it, but, yeah. like, the thing, that love of photography, whatever, is just, it's gone. It's not there. And I, I don't know. Like, that you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're just, you're just like, no. <laughs> I, mean, you, I mean, you feel it, but yeah. what I'm saying is, no, like, you're like, you're just, just like, feel like, I haven't, like, you know, it's like, goes for stretches of periods where I'm not, like, kind of shooting for myself anymore. Yeah, and... but, but it's amazing. So here's the thing, what I like about Gabby is that, like, Gabby and I came together, like, when we were, like, totally. I would say like young New Yorkers, <laughs> like seriously, like newbies, and then we would be right. like, oh, like we'd take a cool picture and we'd like, I think we'd actually still do that. We'd still like send each other like, like look at the shot, like what do you think? You know, we still do that with each other, and I feel like with Gab, like she's had a lot of editorial success in the last year, and there's a lot of cool pictures in her ed editorial stuff. Right. But I like, I, there's obviously I'm still gonna have like these like greatest hits in my head of her work, right. and I feel like, you know, she's also doing what. I'm doing. She's making brilliant, brilliant editorial work. Right, but like right, right, we're right. both doing what we need to survive the distance. Right. Like I mean, that's it. Like we all study the distance differently. Right. Right. Like the same distance that I would Wait, study. That Alan, with. Do you feel like what have you compromised? Like you've just been working on like your your fine art, like in the way that you want to. Like yeah. Not, like... Well, I mean, I have, but I mean, it's also like it takes. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like when you go and do talks, or when you go and do like workshops, or any of these things, you know. It takes prepping, like doing some nuts and bolts work. You know, you're like you're doing like some black and white technical work. Right. Which is like, how can like my speech be something that is catered yeah. to the students, right. to the teachers, maybe to the extra people who are around here? Yeah. You know, but it's something you you're of course telling your story, but you're like, even in this case, like in all of the things that like Gabby is still shooting, she's telling still telling her story, but right. sometimes she's shaping it to her audience. Like Oh yeah. You know, so we all have to do yeah. that. Yeah, we yeah, all yeah, have different audiences. Yeah. Like yeah, sometimes course, our audience is like sometimes our audience is a magazine, other times yeah. our magazine I mean, I don't know. I'm like meeting a magazine in a few days. Like, you know? <laughs> like I feel no, like I don't, sometimes yeah, you don't know I don't, who your audience yeah, is. Yeah. It's not a bias. It's not a bias editorial. It's yeah. more like, you know. But it, it is though, like it is yeah. a fight though to to, to, yeah. to declutter. 
Because it is like all of these things are clutters. Uh, ultimately, if somebody could tell us our bills would be paid and our food would come, right. and that you know your daughter would go to a good school, in my case, <laughs> you know, that that all I would want to do is like go for the next next picture that blew my mind, like I've never taken it, like something that like grew right. me, grew my photographic practice, and like you know raised the bar for me, you know. But if that that would be like some kind of utopia that doesn't exist, <laughs> yeah. you know. Well, that's the amateur yeah, man. Think, like yeah. you have no pressure. It's yeah, like that's why but, students you know, are great. Like yeah. that's why I kind of like really get driven by teaching because yeah. like I go to this this like child who all he has got to do is like make the best photo for his assignment, right. Right. and the few that they that that do believe that that like you know that that that's the world is like making right. the next perfect picture. But then there's these other things in between, yeah. you know, like no, your eating I, bill. And like your, you know, like your rent, like like your mortgage, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, which will make you have to do some compromises, like you know, take that should, occasional wedding. This but. is a good. It's a good. That's a good segue, kind of into um, what, what was the quote? Julian Richards, right? Yeah, like, here, here, here. Because be that was to me, it was like such a blazing like indictment. Oh, I love your of, quotes. I love your quotes. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. So this was on. POTV. Is that what P do people call that or do they call it photographs on the brain? <laughs> I call it photographs on the yeah. brain. Right. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. short. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is from his uh, photographer's rep, Julian Richards, on why he abruptly quit the business. And this went all over. Oh, I know. You know. It was a PDN interview, so I'm just going to read this is the one quote that, I, that really kind of like hit me in the gut. That's great. Digital changed the landscape. Before the pixel craft was still an elemental component of the narrative, a process that involved trusting strips of uh, celluloids in a mysterious dark box was replaced by instant impeccable rendering in, in situ on vast monitors. The photographer's role as sorcerer and custodian of the vision was diminished. The question, have we got it, became redundant. Now it was the photographer asking the art director asking the client, which is a big deal, because the previous dialectic was that you engaged people who brought something to the party you couldn't provide yourself. Like Magi, the creatives brought creativity, photographers, vision. By abdicating those responsibilities to the guy who's paying, you're undergoing a sort of self-inflicted castration. A culture of fear and sycophancy develops. Hmm. Self-worth diminishes because nobody really likes being a eunuch, even a well-paid one. <laughs> There's less currency in having a viewpoint. The answer to the question, what have you got to say, drifts towards, what do you want me to say? There's reward in being generic keeping one's vision in one's pocket. Trouble is, when your vision has spent too long in your pocket, yeah. sometimes you reach for it and it's not there anymore. That's it. That is it. That is right there. Yes. That's, that's why like I think it's a brilliant writer because yeah. that's a, it's like, it's like, put it in your pocket when you need to. Right. Keep looking at it. But, then but that's what I'm saying. Like those guys, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That you look into those guys, these, some of those editorial photographers, and it's gone. Yeah. Like their yeah. pocket is like, they're just done, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I'm not saying like, it's yeah, great. You don't pull it out of your you pocket know. enough, like a lot. But I don't, but I'm not an editorial photographer, so I can't, you know, but it's I, like. And of course, like, I mean, I think it would be great to like interview somebody like, you know, I'm sure you'd get around to it, but like, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, like Heather Toledano, yeah. or like someone who Andrew like basically, and like yeah, those guys, like they, yeah. they found some kind of a nexus right. of their vision. But I mean, the thing yeah. is, when you go with your vision, when you when you take the stance of your vision, where you're like, seriously, this like this right. buffalo mozzarella is the best <laughs> that it ever is, you know. Yeah. 
you know, as opposed to the one who says, come to my cheese shop, there's a lot of great cheese, you know, right, it's like, right. you, 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 always, <laughs> you always stand a chance of like, the only people who will come to, to you are the ones who really recognize good buffalo or mozzarella. So like, that, that's just like a, that's just a chance you take. Yeah. That's so, great. I don't know. Yeah, that's something. No, I think that's... It's exactly it. But I mean, it's like, but, but when you do that, you also have to do, you, you somehow have to be in a place in your life where you like balance the fact that like, you know, you're, you're going to be envious of the all cheese shop, but you're going to have to have pride in the, your, your yeah. mozzarella yeah. and the little group of people who love your mozzarella. Like Greg Miller, who like a six... Sticks to like just doing what he loves. Yeah, and won't compromise. I mean, he does. He sticks to what he loves, and he like chooses. This is the thing that I love about him is like his website is the stuff that he loves. Right. I know. I like worked for for Greg Miller for a year. Wow. Like I, I like loaded four by fives in the back of tractors for him. You know, like I I, I eight four by fives. Sorry, <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Eight by tens. Yeah. Eight by tens. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like it's just. It's, I know him, like he's like, he doesn't compromise on vision and he actually was like very like instrumental for me to like find my own voice when he was like, you know, you know, one of the greatest things he said to me was like, he was, he was like, don't, you know, like the audience is not that dumb. <laughs> he was like, the people who are looking at your photograph, give them a little room, trust yeah, them. Don't spoof them. They'll, they'll, they'll find what needs to be found. You know, like he was like, back off, take it easy. You know, like, it's like you're so, you're hardwired because, right. you know, I have a tea magazine sitting there. Like, you're hardwired to leaving room for type right, and right. leaving room for this vertical layout, you know. So it's like to, to, to constantly train your brain to forget about anything else except the story you want to tell is a practice just like anything else. And it's like you got to do it and do it and do it over and over again when you drown every other voice and it's your only voice that, like, stays alive. And I'm still, like struggling it, with it, you know, like a, any other photographer. I mean, some other photographer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Mom, Mom's dropping the wisdom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's like, because we're all trained. Yeah. We're like, we're like hardwired to be like, you know, mm. oh, like, and this is where like a big bold type will come here. Like, right, right. drop three types. Here's the, here's Ooh, the yeah. text. I've never shot thinking about text and I shoot mostly editorial. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of like, I mean, this is a totally different angle of it, but some of like the best television writing is not spoon feeding the audience. Yeah. yeah. Not having to explain everything. This is kind of a crazy question, but <laughs> can I, could I pause? Well, we're, I mean, I think we're coming up on our time anyway. <laughs> oh, yes. And you had, such, you, had, you had such a good rant at the end. I think it's a perfect yeah, way. We're also treating the show that we're going to yeah. have, like, everybody's going to come back at another point. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, can... yeah, yeah. Well, it was, like, so embarrassing, but I no, we're, go to the restroom. We're, <laughs> we're wrapping up. That's we're a perfect up. way yeah, for yeah. us to wrap up. We appreciate your support and hope you continue to enjoy the show. If you have any questions, please feel free to send them to info at lpvshow.com or connect with us on Twitter at LPVshow.